professional wrestling. No inside sources, no ties to the industry, just stories from the diehards sharing opinions with you. Hey, Jess, um, since you're the only one here, can you feed me the topic this week, pretty please? We are going to be reviewing Vengeance 2001, which was in December. This pay-per-view would later move to another month, but uh, originally it was in December. And 2001, oh. the 2001 variety was in December as well. So we're just going to do that. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this uh, right now. I hate all the others. <laughs> For audio fans, give us a listen on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Seizure, or Google Podcast. Or watch our videos on YouTube at Our Wrestling Channel. Can you do us a solid on social media and give us a follow on Instagram or Twitter? at OWB2019 or on, bless you, or on Meta at Our Wrestling Podcast. Fuck Meta. It's probably Facebook still. I don't know what's going eh, on. Eh, whatever. <laughs> Every week I feel like we're going to say something new and interesting about Meta. Um, but we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, Jess, I have to tell you before we start, I was like, man, you're giving me this homework, like, maybe less than 40 hours notice. And then I started watching and I'm like, mm, this is going to be fun. This was, this was a really good pay per view to uh, to review. I think that you and I will differ a little bit, just because Ooh. I have I have different issues with it. I I think that's possible in general. In general, there's a lot. Well, there's a lot of things that we'll get into. I think when we get down to especially the final matches that we'll agree with, but when you look at the body of work throughout the pay per view, it's pretty good. Pretty good. Better yeah, than no, there. This is a mixed bag for sure. But I, I get. I, I'll we'll talk as I go. I just I get triggered yeah. by certain things because this is this <clears> is uh, you normally when I would introduce like who's champion in WCW. WCW wasn't a thing anymore here. Yeah. Uh, you go ahead and say your stuff. This is on December ninth, yeah. 2001. 2001. 11,800 in attendance uh, with a three this is in San Diego, California, the sports arena. I'm kicking myself. I can't believe we didn't go. Wait, how, uh, how did we not go? It's right. This is 2001, though. So let me. Yeah. This me. is arguably at the beginning of this year was the most successful year in WWF history. Uh, WrestleMania yeah. 17 uh, was earlier this year. Um, let me go back here because I want to really uh, give you some. So after WCW was bought, you know. We talk about fantasy booking, right? We've always uh, focused on the Hogan and Flair shit. Um, you know, why didn't it happen all that stuff? And then we're like, well, when they tried house shows, it wasn't really that great. And blah, 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 blah. But, sure. um, but when you really get this stuff, when you really get your fantasy put right in front of you, you realize like, oh, it never would have happened. It never <laughs> would have worked out. It shouldn't have worked out. And I really believe that with the whole WCW stuff. Now, a lot of people would be like, bullshit, Jess. If the big contracts would have came over, like Goldberg, Sting, Hogan, Hall, and Nash, it would have been a different story. <laughs> think about no. that for a minute. So, no, think about that for a minute. So, let's say they bought the company out, right? WrestleMania 17 was on April 1st. They bought WCW days before April okay. 1st, right? So, like, imagine if two months later, Hogan, Hall, and Nash, and Goldberg, and Sting all appear on WWF television. It's not that there's not one federation big enough for all those names. How yeah. do you how do you air out all Je that talent? Jess, how do you make all those fantasies pay off? Right, all of our dreams, Dave, that we dreamed uh, about during the Monday Night Wars no, of all that, these. That's even money. that's not even the whole of it. I'll, I'll take you right. even further than that. 
Nash coming over or Nash. But that, but that wasn't it though. I'm glad Nash sat on this contract. Yeah, me too. Well, me too. But, but you got to figure wrestling was in a boom period. So, and actually here, we didn't realize it until then it was fading out after WCW was bought. There was no more boom period left. It was going down quickly. Um, and, and guess what? The casuals do like the storylines like NWO, Austin McMahon, all the May Young giving birth to a hand, all that stuff. Yeah, whatever. But when everything starts fading out, your hardcores are the only ones that are left. So if like to your point, the best thing to do would be to nurture the Guerreros, the Jerichos, the uh, Benoit's, the Booker T's, all those guys. Name-wise, they were the B players in WCW. So why would we want that? Do you really want because, the Goldbergs, the Hogan's, the Hall and Nashes? Like you that's said, a real, that's a real true talent. And actually, dare I say it, you know, uh, uh, four months later, no, this was in December, right? Two months later, Hogan, Hall and Nash come in. Yeah. I think that was desperate. The invasion angle failed. A lot of people say it's because they only brought the B players over. No, it's because they made an invasion angle, period. Mm-hmm. They named a pay-per-view invasion. They didn't have to. They didn't have to do that. Why name a pay-per-view invasion when you know you're only going to get the B players over it? This was all a WWE problem from the start, folks. So, uh, so yeah. So we're getting into it here, and there's a uh, no. So the I wanted to set the stage because like no, you're 2001, good. 2001 was a crazy year. You know, it was the buyout of WCW <clears throat> and WECW. It was the still arguably one of the greatest WrestleManias of all time in WrestleMania 17. It was the culmination with The Rock versus Austin earlier in the year. Sure. And they tease them all throughout the year, which is going to play out in this pay-per-view, which is going to be, I think, why I'm ultimately kind of disappointed with the story in this. But we'll talk about it. Dave and I think we're going to disagree think in a good way, in a good way. In a good way, because there's work and then there's storyline. And the no one can deny that the work at this pay-per-view is fucking great. It's so right. good. Um, but to get you back into it, 11,800 in attendance on a 307,000 buy rate. Jim Ross and Jerry Lawler are at the helm, as usual. Our uh, beloved Fink is announcing the matches at this point. Uh, before we get into the first match, uh, Vincent Kenny McMahon. Yeah, but before that, though, the, the opening yeah, with Freddie Tell Blassie me. in a weird black and white. I hated the Oh, opening. that's right. You didn't I hated like the opening. I don't know what it was. No, I don't know what it was. And I, someone kissed well, Freddie Blassie on the lips at the end. And I have no idea what that was. Happening. That was weird. But the... I felt violated, but everything in between that was really good. If they just it was no, it was like the the talkie. It was like the it was like before they played it on like it was this video leading up to what's going on this pay per view. But it's like the never before was there an undisputed champion. Yeah, but they why did they make it like on a theme where there was no sound? Like because they were playing it like back in the day, movies would be video, and then there was no sound because they weren't capable of they weren't talkies. Literally so they would saying. just show a black screen with white letters that said the dialogue they that they and they have music music behind it. Yeah. yeah. So they did that here, and I'm like, why? Like, I don't understand why. Because Vince the likes the non-talkies. Before we get into anything of the of, after the uh, the Blasty event, no matches come up just right away. But Vincent Kennedy Man comes into the ring to start. It's absolutely hilarious because he is trying to talk his way out of the fact that he had kissed Rikishi's ass so before. Right, he did, and but we disagree already. Uh, so my notes, I put Vince comes out and welcomes us to Raw. Oh, I'm sorry, I mean Vengeance. And oh, uh, no. Fl- Flair comes out and shuts Vince down to yes, start the does. show because you get it. Like Vince comes out and he drones on and on, and then Flair comes out and says, "I'm the face, I'm the good guy." Woo! Stop talking. Let's start. And that's what he did. And I'm like, oh, like this is a Raw 
I had a big problem with it, WWF that's and WCW. That, that's what they do on Raw. This yeah. started in 98, even with WCW, where they started their pay-per-views sold you on watching free Raw the next night, which makes zero sense because you're charging 40 bucks a head to get a pay-per-view. You should use your free television to get people to buy the $40 pay-per-view, but they don't do that anymore. They stopped doing that in like 98. Like it became really wow. obvious that both companies were like, no, we need ratings because I get it. Television contracts were getting bigger, but, the- but I don't, but I don't care if I'm going to pay forty dollars. As much, please. but as much as Vince hated it, he was he was so the character was so narrow. When he came out, people reacted. I'm not saying they didn't erupt. I'm just simply saying they that did. I've already yeah. spent my forty bucks. Why I obviously watched you kiss Rikishi's, Rikishi's ass on SmackDown two days before. Hilarious. If I bought this, if I bought later, by the way, if I bought this pay per view, a non Big Four or five. A not WrestleMania, not Royal Rumble, not SummerSlam, not you wouldn't you wouldn't know what they were talking about. I would have already seen that. Why keep fucking? It's like it's another episode of Raw, and they're well. If you're a casual, you may you be like, what are they talking about right now? Who? What casual fan spending forty bucks on a fucking pay per view? The casual fan would watch the free programming first and then get the pay per view. It makes no sense. Anyway, (laughs) god damn it! Like I'm already upset. You're so hot. Match number one. Scotty Tuhati and Albert versus Test. And oh, Christian. no, Prince Albert, Dave. Like the Prince dick Albert. piercing. Can <laughs> the can dick can. piercing. Um, yeah, I'm with you. Um, I don't know how to explain it, but I felt like Scotty Tuhati really knew how to be in the right place without it being obvious. There's a spot in the corner where he He's gets talented. hung up on the ropes. Was that fair? Yeah. And he and he gets he gets, you know, turned around and but he still turns around and takes the hit from the corner. Um, Scotty Tuhati is a massively underrated talent, in my opinion. Um, great heel work from Test and Christian here. Albert was really good in the ring. Like, he's uh, underrated, actually. Underrated. Well, he's the, he's the head of uh, he's the head of the um, uh, performance center now. He took over. He took over the other jerk that had to leave. Um, yep. Uh, he, but I felt even though he was so good in the ring, he was trying too hard to work the gimmick with Scott with Scotty Tuhati. That like a sense. dick piercing? Oh, the dancing. Well, got it. well the, the dancing. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how you piercing. act like a dick piercing, but whatever. Um, I got really excited when I thought Christian was going to do the worm. <laughs> when he was popped. like, the yeah, I, I, it, it was possible. And it was a great finish. It was, I thought it was a great opening match. I give it a B. I had a great time. I was really having fun with this match. Uh, so they just bought WCW earlier in the year, like I explained, or the rights to WCW, and they they got at least the B level contract. We can agree they got the B level players. Sure, Uh, they got ECW, right? They got RVD here and all that stuff or whatever. Um, so the best you can do after we end the invasion angle is open a pay per view that I paid forty bucks for with a mishmash tag match like Prince Albert and Scotty Tuhati. Against Christian and Test, who Christian's a European I champion. See, we're, we're taking a totally different approach. Here. And Christian's a European champion, so let's not defend that title. Let's put him in a weird tag team well, with it's Test. Not, it's sense. not a big four. Um, however, the work the work was good. The work was good. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just I'm not sure this is the best use of uh, talent that you should be giving me after you bought the fucking competition and that you've you did an invasion angle for fuck's sake. Like so, um, I I don't know why this mishmesh tag team was you- a thing. But are you mad at them or are you mad at the situation? I'm mad at the situation. I'm not mad at them. They worked fine. I give it a C plus. Then we get to a uh, coach interview with Steven Regal. Um, And Steven Regal at this point might be in the best shape of his career. Yeah. Wrestling wise. 
Mm-hmm. Um, not much really there, but we got Regal versus Edge for the Intercontinental title. And in Edge is two. the Edge is the reigning IC champion. He is the IC champ. Um, Regal takes control early, and it's deliberately slow and a lot of holds because the thing that people don't understand about Regal, he is the ultimate heel. He wants to be booed. He wants to wear you down. He wants to take you to the mat. So when Edge does take, take control, it gets much more exciting, and the cheers go up. This is by design. Uh, the stare shot that Edge takes is absolutely brutal to me from Regal. Um, Regal also puts him in two almost like chicken wing power bombs. Does that make sense? Like he put he folds his arms together, and but then Edge counters with the spear. He gets the one, two, three. I gave it a C plus, but only because I wanted to see more of it. I felt. I feel when Regal gets moving and Regal starts to play that hill tactic where he's kind of on the run, um, it gets it gets exciting. And I think we just didn't see enough. I actually, I'm going to lead with my gray here, C+. Plus. Um, wow. I thought it was a solid match. I thought, man, when they let Regal loose, he's such an asset to the company. And Edge yeah. had been coming off the tag team with Christian up to this point. So Edge was like a fresh singles wrestler here. And they they put Regal in there with him to season him and and so so on a B pay per view I have no problem with that so a C plus here is a, I wanted more that was my critique yeah so I, I wanted a, to see more I think it's a strong C plus I don't think that big people oh you only gave it a C plus no, it was solid work this is a good match there was nothing wrong with it it was to season Edge I I love everything about this and this is what B pay per views are for I didn't. promo with Lita and Matt Hardy um, talking about the match before or match. Yeah, which sets up. So basically the Hardy boys are feuding. Uh, It's it's out in public and they put it in storyline that Lita is with Matt Hardy and they were in real life here. Uh, So Matt Hardy was not. I'm sorry. They were in real life here. Yeah, that's what I thought. So they kind of became part of the gimmick or whatever. So Matt and Jeff were having a little spat here and they're getting ready for a singles match. Lita was going to be the special guest referee. So Matt is here trying to pitch about how like, you know, and Lita was yeah. like, oh, I'm your girlfriend. I mean, I have your back, but tonight I'm a referee and I'm going to be right down the middle. And like, uh, I don't know. I thought this was like over fucking done. I hated the fact that they sacrificed the first Hardy versus Hardy match with this shit. But it was all about you know, drama back here and storyline. And uh, I guess whatever. Yeah. We, but, uh, it was fine. Jess, you and I, you and I talked about this before we started recording. And I felt if if this it sounds really crazy, but you give this match about ten years of seasoning, and it would have been off the chain. I think. Well, it wasn't ten years later, but actually, I I want to say it was WrestleMania twenty five when they finally faced each other, and I enjoyed that match. So how long ago was that? I'm sorry, what's the? uh, I don't remember the year, but it was way after this. Way after. But here's the thing: there's something about the timing here that doesn't work, and I'm not sure if they were just. Again, go into your go into your grade then. The the yeah. match is Matt Hardy versus Jeff Hardy with Lita as a special referee. Yeah. So what I say the is the fact that we know that she's I, Matt's girlfriend, but yet she loves Jeff I, like a brother. Well, 
the first yeah. notation I have is like, is Jeff going to leave his hat on? Mm. <laughs> it comes off. So I hate he, left, he left his hat on for the match. I'm like, yeah. they're not in. They're already not into it, right? Yeah. Um, and I, I, I didn't even really comment on the actual work of the match. I, I, what I wrote was, I feel like the crowd doesn't know what to do. And when the crowd doesn't know what to do here, this match was incredibly silent. Mainly because, because, mainly yeah. because they were both known for falling off fucking buildings, and then they had a fucking boring wrestling match. Fair. Fair enough. But even on top of that, you know, to that point, I think that's definitely one half of it. The other half is they don't know who to cheer for. Like, no one told That is them. true. I did think that that is true. Nobody nobody told the crowd where to go. No, nobody took a major heel approach. So when you get into the match, it's just like, well, let's just see what happens. So everyone's on pins and needles to see what happens. And in my opinion, we have a good finish to push a further storyline where Lita doesn't see her boyfriend's foot on the rope. And, you know, Jeff takes it off quickly and pins for the win. That part I really enjoyed. I'm like, oh, that's really good because now they can push the storyline forward, have more matches later, whatever. But the match in its entirety is is really bland, and you can tell like it's forced. Everything about this whole storyline is forced. I, I gave it a C, and I think I'm being generous. God, it's so weird. You and I are on the same page in a weird way. Uh, I put I was dis disappointed in this match. It was more about the story. But do you really got to sacrifice the first Hardy versus Hardy for this shit? Like it wasn't good. Uh, right? On a B pay per view, you're gonna sacrifice it. I guess maybe if you do sacrifice it, it's better than doing it on the main ones. I don't know. Um, they also both wrestled in slow motion due to Lita, and Lita also counted like an old man, like or an old lady. Uh, she counted super slow, and like the pace <clears> was <throat> off. It just really shows when you have a guest referee. Referees are really important to professional wrestling. Super good referees. Important. And yeah. when you see a guest referee like this, you really realize, like, wow, referees have a point. Because she's not a trained ref and she had no fucking idea what she was doing, no offense against Lita. She just was thrown into this as part of the storyline. Um, it, it, it affected the pace of the match because she wasn't an actual referee. Um, yeah. Jeff pins Matt after the swanton, uh, but Matt had his foot under the ropes and Lita didn't see it. So it furthered the storyline, but they sacrificed Hardy versus Hardy for this stupid yeah. shit. I gave it a C. And but I mean a C going down, like not a it is C. A C down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a C down, dude. Like it was just they they ruined this match. Yeah. Um we have a segment with Rock and uh Trish, which is kind of lame, where she gives him a good luck kiss and he's like, I'm not focused on you, but after the match we can talk. And I'm like, Ugh. It was already... it was it was uh is the way they use Trish, but Rock is funny. I'm sorry. The like, Rock is funny. Yeah. I'm not gonna do You are you are that. right, you are right. You're right. After tonight, after your big title match, after you win your big title match, and after The Rock goes out there and does what he does best, they're going to smack down on candy asses. There'll be plenty, plenty of time for you to smell what The Rock. You are right. 
You're right. But it's going to delve into more shit later where I'm telling you there's one match. I'm not even going to grade it because I'm so mad about it. Um, We'll get there. Match number four is the Dudleys with Stacey Keebler in their corner versus the Big Show and Kane for the Tag Team Championships. Reigning um, tag champs, the Dudleys? I have to tell you, when I watch Big Show work the way he's working here, I... I get really, really nostalgic, and I get almost kind of weepy. A man that is of this size and this weight shouldn't be able to work like this. And I know that you see a big show now, and we go, oh, my gosh, it's so – why is he still working? Why is he in the ring? This is not fair to him. It's not fair to his family. But when I watch this, I'm just watching the big show do – do cardio work that the Ultimate Warrior couldn't do if we had to compare. He'd be blown up in 60 seconds. The Big Show is working the legitimate match here with the Dudleys, and he's not getting tired. Um, and he he worked hard to do that. It, they talk about I, that with the I, show. I, I want to interrupt that it was a tag match. Don't forget that. Go ahead. I I'm with you. I'm with you. But the Kane but Kane didn't do that much work. You're um, right. He he did tag in and out. So I'm not at all a fan of what Show did to Stacy. And I feel like if you ask Big Show about that today, he'd be like, I'm not a fan of. Spanking Stacy Keebler inside of the ring. That's, um, uh, uh, we're going to talk about it later. That, unfortunately. That's that, unfortunately, Dave. It's this is twenty years ago. We forgot to say at the beginning. It's twenty it's years ago. And I'm it not is saying the way it's okay. The I'm just saying that's just the world. When when you watch on it now, you're like, oh my god, I can't believe that that was allowed. The Dudley's do momentarily take control of the match. Kane does hit Show my by mistake, and then Show hits Kane by mistake. Uh, the Show gets uh, 3D into explosive turnbuckle. And the Dudleys win. I love the finish. I love how the Dudleys take advantage of that. And it pushes the Kane to Big Show storyline. It gives me a B to B plus. Oof. Yeah, rating. see, we're way off on this. Um, I, I, I enjoyed it. I, I I was I was really excited about how show was working. I think that kind of pulled me over. He was doing great. It's funny that work. you say that because I didn't note that, but I did think that. However, uh I put <laughs> what'd you put? I put that big show walked down the ring like he just shit his tights, but didn't have time to take care of himself, so he had to go anyway. And he did go back and watch him walk down. And he shit himself. Um, he the did. ending was overthought. The ending was overthought, and everyone was looking. Well, literally it's, looking. It's it's two. It's two. Like the last the last three minutes. One. The last three minutes were everyone looking over the shoulder to make sure that the other person was in 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 spot, like in the. I place. did see that too, and you I was like, "God sure. damn it!" Like every fucking time, and that drives you crazy, Jess. We've talked. Yes, about it does. This. I don't like that because uh, I know wrestling's fake, but don't tell me the wrestling's fake, or don't show me. I should say, don't show me the wrestling's fake. Uh, yeah. Ending was overthought. Like I said, 3D on the Big Show and the exposed turnbuckle was kind of cool, actually. Uh, and then, but it was sloppy overall. It really was. Big Show got he did get winded in there. It's funny that you say that. Towards the end, he was a mess, and like I was like, God damn it! Like just everything from his clotheslines to him, uh, he was just everybody, painfully. Everybody gets winded eventually. He was painfully putting. Uh, well, let me see here. This was a six minute match, Dave. So what do you what are you trying to say to me? Um, it was six minute and fifty second match. What are you trying to say to me? And it was I a tag that. match. And it was a tag match, so it was a three-minute match for Big Show. Give me a break. He, Kane, um, Kane didn't put in that much work. We talk about five-minute uh, matches going hard that are off the chain where they didn't stop. It was still a show. Did not stop. You show was that. in there. He was in there for three minutes, and he was. That's not there. true. That's a problem. It is true. The whole match was six minutes and fifty seconds. Show was in there half the time. Right? Can we agree on that? So that's three. A little show over three did minutes. more work with Kane. I don't. I don't okay. know about the exact time. Okay. Okay. So let's say he was in there four minutes. Is that more fair? Out of the six fifty, I'd say four to five. 
Okay. Yeah. He's, he's winded. It's a five minute match. Give me. Yeah, it's okay to be winded, by the way. Give me. It is fine. I'm just saying. Just, that he was, I, just go back and look at the sequence of work and what he was doing. I was pretty impressed. That's all I'm saying. He, he was super big. Uh, he was massive. That's what. That's, that's kind overall. of the point, though. It was sloppy <laughs> overall. I gave it a grade C minus. Match number five is the Undertaker versus RVD, who is the current champion for the hardcore title. Just can I say one thing? Mm -hmm. This is when the hardcore title actually kind of mattered. I don't know if it ever did, but I agree with you in this match. If if it mattered, it mattered here. Um, I'm just going to throw it out there. This is an A all the way. I got really excited. I mean, fire extinguishers knocking out Undertaker's eyes. Balcony jumps from RVD onto the Undertaker, which is phenomenal. Um, the Undertaker snakes eyes RVD into the aluminum siding, and and RVD does this patented steel chair dropkick um, into Taker. Um, again, this is when the hardcore title, in my opinion, meant something. And the ultimate side of it, um, Undertaker wins with a choke slam into the lower level. I put a uh, very entertaining match. RVD really showed that he was more than just an ECW novelty here. I love RVD. Um, He's great. I also love the Undertaker's big red evil phase, and he was just entering that here. We cut his hair short, and he would start to wear yeah. shirts that said big red evil with the devil on it, and I love that so. phase. Uh, the last ride, when he tried to give him the last ride on the stage, and RVD climbed up the entrance. That's away, right. Fuck it. Was fucking awesome. I forgot uh, about that, but you're right. Yeah, Taker gets the win, like you said. With he choke slams RVD through tables from the stage uh, down and the into pin. the into the sub level. Yeah, down into the off the stage. Yeah, on the you side. You gotta watch this match, guys. It's, uh, th- it's, this was uh, a really really good match. I give it an A minus. Like I think this okay. match was fantastic. Uh, the minus doesn't really mean anything, but it was an A minus. Man, this shit was. They were so good, and you know, it really. I was really happy to see RVD perform because you know when you're in there with the Taker. Taker's going to go tell Vince what he thinks about you afterwards. And the fact that RVD still was pushed after this and everything I thought was awesome. I love RVD. So keep going. Match number six. We have uh, Trish Stratus versus Jackie for the women's title. Um, Trish is our current title holder here. Um, I'm just going to tell you, Jess. Jerry Lawler is incredibly annoying. In no, tell me, what, tell me what you told me before. You don't want to give this a grade. And I don't uh, yeah, I, keep it's going. in my keep notes. Keep going. Go. I said, I'm not even going to grade this one. They never even had a chance to get going. In my opinion, I could be totally wrong here, but the pay-per-view is running long, so where do you snip it? You snip it on the women's title match, and they have to cut it short, so they don't even get to do what they really wanted to do here. In my opinion, and you can see they're on to something special. Jackie is special. Trish is special. They have talent. They couldn't even showcase it here. Um, and the over half the match, there's a chant that I totally despise talking about. We want puppies, which we all know what that means. I'm not going to go any further with that. It really angers me because I know what talent is in this is in this match right now on this pay per view with these two ladies, and it pisses me off 
that that's what everyone is focusing on. So I I yeah, I want to I want to catch this in a minute snippet that we eventually put this on Instagram. So sure. I'm cutting you off because I want to get everything. In. This yeah, match is only three minutes and thirty four seconds, and it was for the women title. Uh, they obviously put Jacqueline in here to help experience Trish, much like they did with Regal and Edge, which I appreciate that. Um, all I put was wrestling. Re women's wrestling has come a long way. It is what it is, man. Like it, it was. We want puppies chant from the crowd. It was a different time, and that's not an excuse. That's me being sad and saying it's not even that. It's what they promote. what the fuck are we doing? And uh, and Jerry Lawler wouldn't stop. And again, it was the time. I, I'm not making excuses for it. It was it, it's it's hard to listen to. It was hard to watch. Um, Trish wins grade C. I didn't. Uh oh. Surprising Jackie. Women's coming on. And a nice backslide. A backslide. It's got a backslide in it. Hope these ladies showed their desire to become the, the best in their field. Trish came in with a title and left with it. A lot of sportsmanship. Uh -oh. I can see them do it again one of these days. I didn't want to give it below that. I know you don't want to grade it, but I I got they oh. tried. They tried. They were told by the agent you have three minutes and thirty-four seconds. They tried. For a world like title match. So then we get into the title uh, promo. Now, this the is the segment. whole... We didn't talk about this. So this is to crown the undisputed we champion. buried the lead, Jess. They, yeah, they had already crowned a WCW champion, which they renamed the World Heavyweight Champion here. So there's like a little four-man tournament between Steve Austin, who was the WWF champion. He's taking on Kurt Angle here. Uh, and then The Rock, who is the World Heavyweight Champion, will take on Chris mm -hmm. Jericho. The winners of each of those matches will meet at the very last match to crown... An undisputed WWF heavyweight undisputed champion. Undisputed heavyweight uh, So here's the world. my thing. Here's yeah. my thing. So we're going to go Steve Austin versus Kurt Angle, The Rock versus Chris Jericho, and then we're going to go to the main event, which I'm not going to spoil it right now. We're going to spoil it in a second. The women's match should have been before the main event. Let me just say that right now, um, because the way they booked it was it was shitty the way they did it. So let's go. The first match here is Steve Austin defending the WWF heavyweight championship against. Be a Kurt good break. Angle. That's good. That's a good point. Go ahead. No, no, I was, I was actually, I never thought about it until you said it. You do the first two matches, and then the women's title, and then the main event. And I don't mean to shit on the women's title, but if you're going to shit on it, at least put it in the shit on it spot. Give it, give it a break, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, good point. So and, they didn't even respect the women's match and putting it in the proper spot, which was the. Gap I, in I, the have, I have a whole another set of fantasy booking that we'll get into towards the end. That's fine. Way. Steve yeah. Austin versus uh, Kurt Angle. Go ahead. Ah, uh, come on, bro. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh. Austin versus Angle. I, I'm i a homer, bro. Watching Angle work. This is an A-plus for me. There's so much going on here with this match. And they don't even get into a suplex until more than half into the match where Angle finally gets into it. And then it goes suplex city. I was a little disappointed to start because I'm like, man, is, um, is Austin not able to perform? I, I know about his injuries at this point. I know what's happened to him with the, with the Owen Hart match. And I'm like, are they just, is he just playing it safe? And then eventually it just goes off the rails in a good way. And there's suplexes everywhere. And not to mention the knife edges that Stone Cold are putting on to smack the crap out of Angle are getting the crowd so far over. It's so much fun. Um, it has a huge buildup. The moonsault missed by Angle. I, I, I want to say Angle missed more moonsaults than he hit, and that was the kind of the point in his career. Uh, this this match is absolutely fantastic. Eventually, 
Austin does catch him uh, with his finisher, puts him over, gets on to the next match. Um, I am totally, I, yeah, I'm controlled here by the fact that I'm an angle fan to the end. I love this match. I thought, I, I think of the matches on the card, this is the highest grade I give on the card. It's fucking great. It's a great match. What'd you give it? A plus. I'm, I'm totally, I'm totally. I point, uh, I point really good match. Uh, these guys had great chemistry. Of course they did. They're credit angle. They really did. Uh, so Austin was literally held together with scotch tape at this point. He was fucking injured and beat up and it was, it was evident. But he still um, put together a ton of Germans. No, he, he did. I, I'm, yeah. I'm not saying that Ang or Austin doesn't ever fucking overachieve. I'm just saying like to put him He's in two up. matches on this pay-per-view is stupid. Um, it doesn't yeah. make any sense to me. And he's an attraction on top of it, so don't I, water I, I have I, I have my thoughts uh, on that, too. Austin gets a pin with a stunner clean, uh, which is awesome. Uh, I give it a B, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I just, I, I've seen better matches with them. My, my they, A plus is In that is year, they, they wrestled at SummerSlam and the pay-per-view after SummerSlam, and they were awesome, and they fucking tore the goddamn house down. Steve Austin and Angle are gold. Angle and Phil in the bank is gold. Steve Austin <laughs> with most people are gold. I'm not telling anybody anything new. Next match. Just so Austin, Austin retains and moves on. Yeah, he retains and moves on. He hits that center and goes. So all right. So um we have now a we segment that I'm really uncomfortable with where uh Tess and Trish Stratus, in my opinion, was like a total sexual harassment video. Uh, it's totally gross. Yeah, totally just go, gross. move on, move on. Okay. Like why? Um we get to match number seven. We get the rock versus Jericho. I, I don't think people for the World Heavyweight Championship, The Rock is the reigning. It's it's a WCW belt, the big gold belt. Yeah, it's the big. Now they call it. It's the big. They don't call it WCW anymore because Vince beat WCW in the Survivor Series the month before. So now it's just the World Heavyweight Championship. World Heavyweight Championship, which is the big gold belt. Yes. Um I, I love Jericho's opening here. If you people just don't remember, go back and watch. It's so much fun to watch Jericho come down to the wide two J segment. So amazing. Um, I. I do I do like this match, but I like it a little bit less than than So Cold and Angle. Um, and there's little things that I see that's more than that, fair that I don't like. The Rock totally misses the ring post hit and has to sell it. That bothered me. Um, also, um, the announcing table just didn't break properly for their segment there. I'm like, oh, it didn't totally blow out. Um, and then, but I will say. Jericho mocking the people's elbow was gold when he was going to do it. He took it off and his, his elbow pads in the ring, like the entire time he didn't throw it out properly. Yeah. Um, and he doesn't go to, but eventually um, <clears throat> Jericho hits a low blow um, and hits the rock with his own rock bottom, which after Vince, after Vince distracted him. Yeah. After Vince distracted him, um, that that's the only way that Jericho hits a low blow. And because the rock was in total control of the end of the match. But The Rock did let him finish him with his own finisher, which is, that's pretty cool. I gave it a B plus. That's what I gave it. Final, low blow on The Rock. Oh, the Rock bottle. My God, don't tell me. The low blow. The Rock bottle. No. No. 
Uh, I put uh, Jericho really hadn't found his heel character yet here, not his WWF heel character. Uh, but but both guys really worked hard for it. It's not like they didn't try. The worst sharpshooter ever by Chris Jericho. I was getting furious in the sharpshooter because <laughs> it was bullshit. Yeah. Um, That's a good uh, point too. We deserved Austin versus The Rock because the entire year they were building up to it. So everyone in the arena, th- and this is very important, everyone in the arena thought it was going to be Austin versus The Rock in the main event uh, for the uh, Undisputed Championship. Well, Jess, there's no way, Jess. There's no way it's going to be anything else. Right. There's and no that's way. Unfortunately, that's what uh, that's what the whole that, crowd thought. That was the conversation for like uh, Jericho pins The Rock with The Rock Bottom, like you said, after the distraction from Vince. I give it a B minus. I couldn't give it more than Austin and no, Angle. Close. I, thought that, I thought that was better. Uh, but uh, yeah. Match number eight starts immediately. So this is for the undisputed WWF Championship. Austin, who defended the Austin, who defended the WWF Championship earlier against Chris Jericho, the brand new seconds before World Heavyweight Champion. Hey, um, facing each other. Chess, do they go down? Does Jericho go down as a World Heavyweight Champion for that one moment before? Yes, in the records are going to be. Yes. He does. Oh, yeah. I, I I didn't look it up. I knew you would know. Yeah, I had to ask. I was curious. So Austin versus Jericho. There's a bunch of action before the bell where everybody gets their licks in. To Jess's point. Angle comes down. The Rock comes down. Angle comes down and gives a chair shot to Austin. And then don't forget that The Rock is going to take care of his stuff where he hits The Rock bottom. Uh, on Jericho. On Jericho. On his way out. And so then both guys the, are laying down and then they start the match. Before the match yeah. starts, which is why there's no DQ. Nobody has to worry about that. The match technically had not started, even though uh, Stone Cold came down noticeably injured from his previous match. Um, I have so much to say about this at the end. If we have time, Jess, you can, you can edit me out. But I didn't I didn't go through step-by-step of this match, but I, I have a lot of problems with it, provided what it was going to yield at the end. Um, in hindsight, I love the fact that the fact that Jericho wins the title. But Angle is, I'm sorry, Angle. Jericho is already just completely winded. And understandably so, he just wrestled a tough match with The Rock. And it just doesn't come off as well. Stone Cold is selling the fact that he wrestled a match before because he knows he's going to lose. I don't know if this sounds really bad to say. But, I mean, I I grade it in the realm of like a flat B um, because it it just didn't really produce at the end. What I will say is that what it produced in the long run is Chris Jericho that we know of today, which I totally love and appreciate. If this did not happen to Chris Jericho, I don't know when it would have happened. And we have a Chris Jericho that is on top of the world because of this moment. Um, And I absolutely love that. But the match itself is just a little lackluster. And it's not these guys' fault. It's the way it was planned out. I'm sure we'll do some fantasy booking in about five minutes. Jess, what do you got? Uh, I put why have this match right after the other one. Like I said, the women's yeah. match should have been inserted. They should have given it. Both guys were tired. The crowd was taken out of it, and I can't stress that much. We all were trained all year to think this was going to be The Rock versus Austin. Yeah, they didn't and know then, what to do. And then you get there, and with an undeveloped Jericho heel, heel character at this time, it just fell flat. I'm sorry. Um, I hated it. I hated it when it happened. And I hated it now. Uh, Jericho pins Austin to become the undisputed WWF champion after Vince comes down and, and does that. I love it for the legacy of Jericho. I gave the match a B minus. I should have given it lower. 
but I gave it a B minus because they you're, did. You're work thinking their, of what it produced after? Yeah, they worked their fucking asses off, and like, and it, it was no fault of theirs. It was the way the booking order happened, and just the fact <clears> that like I get Vince was trying to shock everybody because now he's like, I'm the only show in town, pal. I could do whatever I want, but it's like, no, man, you trained us all year to to Rock versus Austin. You had Austin turn heel. At WrestleMania 17 against The Rock. Rock went away to film a movie. I'm telling you, man, it's the... It's Rock went away, the, Rock went away the, to film a movie and then comes yeah. back and then they then they flopped and off. And then he they stripped him. He turned face and he turned heel again. Then he joined the, uh, the the invasion. Austin was on the invasion side, by the way, for a long time. And then they flopped him back face right before this pay-per-view. They did a lot of damage to Austin's character coming in that we never talked about before. They here. were they were so and then, over so at the very least know. the fans were like, "I want the Rock versus Austin, motherfucker! If you're gonna fuck with me all year, turn the Rock, turn Austin heel, which makes no sense. The Rock goes away to film a movie, then you turn Austin face, then back heel again to go with the ECW WCW side, which makes no sense, and then back on face again." The least you could give me with all the flippity floppity doopity doppity is The Rock versus Austin, and the, you don't. And then they, I think Vince said, let's make the main event match right after that match, so the crowd doesn't have a chance to get mad. But it doesn't matter. We're mad. Hey, how, how many? How many people had to go to the bathroom for the fight before the final match? Right. I mean, there's and a lot I, of things. I'm not disrespecting about. the women's match, but at least listen. I know this sounds really backhanded. This compliment. At least give them the proper place in the bathroom match. If you're going to do it, if you're going to cut them to three minutes and 34 seconds, I'm just you're saying, gonna... put, them yeah. put them there. Austin got there from behind with a championship belt. And Mr. McMahon now is sending Earl Hepper back into the ring. My God, I don't believe this. Austin's not moving. Jericho's got a leg hook. I give, I give I give the pay per view eight A minus. I I had a lot of fun Ooh. watching the entire pay per view. I really enjoyed it. Wow. Other than the women's match, I really enjoyed the whole pay per view. And if here's the thing, Jess, if you put the the undisputed matches together, like the three together, it's it's decent enough to pass. I this I, is the highest well, grade pay per view I'll give in a while. This is why I give it a whole a C plus. Whoa! And, but if they make the changes, like you said, or we put the women's match in between or whatever, mm. I think mm. that that to me that would raise it up greatly. I would give it more of like a B plus if that was the yeah, case. I, but uh, I they know. didn't. I didn't like the booking uh, strategy of this match. Uh, the the order of the, the yeah. Match I'm only thing. going by the match work itself. And then uh, yeah, I just didn't. I did really looking back. It was odd to have an undeveloped Jericho heel win the title. Vince was going for the shock value here. We had I think been. He was that had, undeveloped. Yes, uh, yes, hmm. in WWF, yes. Uh, not yeah, we love Jericho with the ponytail and the Monday Night Jericho in WCW, but that's a very different heel than what Vince was going for here. Um, so it was undeveloped for him. He was only heel for like a couple months, if that even going into this. Yeah, they, so, they well they rushed the whole thing. They rushed it, sure. and so I felt like you had been indirectly building the entire year to Rock versus Austin. That's what you should have went with. Uh, and, so just and, this is this is December, right? And I'm not saying Jericho. Yes, in December. 
I must think, Jerry, and they, but I have to give Vince credit. He knew that Triple H was coming back in January. He knew at this point that was going to happen. So he had to make room for Triple H to come back as this huge baby face or whatever. And we all know that what would happen was at WrestleMania 18, Jericho would go on to, to defend the title against Triple H. Not defend, he would defend but lose to Triple H at WrestleMania. And then uh, The Rock would face Hogan in one of the most legendary matches of all time. That, and Austin yeah. would get shit on. So there you go. That's the that's the fog of it, I think. And, and the put, end of it, what, uh, two months later, the NWO would come back in. Uh, Hogan Hall announced yeah, yeah, yeah. in February yeah, of 02. And there yeah. you go. My God, for audio fans, give us a listen to Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, or Google Podcast, or watch our videos on YouTube at our wrestling channel. Can you do us a solid and give us a follow on Instagram or Twitter at OWP2019 or on Facebook Meta at our wrestling podcast? This is Dave and Jess with the OWP. Anybody else that can't do the solid work, um, we might not have you back next week. Have a good one.